Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Yay! Yes, it's the summer, summer, summertime, and it's time for the biggest party of the summer, SummerSlam 20, WWE SummerSlam 2023, to be precise. Uh, I'm joined by Andrew, who's normally here, and Adam Pacitti. All right, how's it going? Oh, a bit different. Let's see what's <laughs> Thank you. What's I get that a lot. <laughs> I feel bad for saying that now. Don't I? <laughs> a bit um, weird. A bit unusual. <laughs> a bit ugly. No, not, 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 not at all. Very manly looking at the moment. Oh, In fact, thank you. Matthew Very said the other. Matthew said to him the other day. I'm liking the Brock Lesnar look. It I wasn't was like, my intention. Hell, I know. It's because the beard's a bit longer, I think. Yeah, I'm growing it out. It's getting there, isn't it? It's getting less and More less than I could pubic mm. by the day. Oh, it's looking full. It's looking full. Mm. Sides. I mean, I got one of those rollers. You seen those? They are like little microderm oh, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, little needles. You roll it over your face. Does it, and it, does it like stimulate? Uh, not very well, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all. That's all fine though, because this isn't about growing a beard. Otherwise, what? I'd be out of it. Oh, my pictures are ruined. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, this is nine pictures for SummerSlam. If you've never seen this before, we go around in a circle. Adam, then Andrew, then myself, three times, and we'll be left with nine wonderful pictures. But remember the golden rule. It's not what we think's going to happen. It's, it's what, what we want to happen. happen. Cracking it open. Whoa. Come on, all over your face. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely thought about downing it and I laughed before I'd oh, even... Oh, <laughs> I was hoping you were going to. <laughs> Adam, yeah. your first pitch, please. Right, Kevin and Sammy don't have a match, obviously, uh -huh. uh, because Kevin Owens is injured. There are no tag titles on the line at WWE SummerSlam 2023. Um, so, uh, I've got an idea where they come to the ring. Uh, they say, listen, we are not going to relinquish these titles. When Kevin Owens is fit and healthy once again... We're going to continue our reign as the WWE Tag Team Chat. You think you know me. Just like that. What? Edge. <laughs> Edge comes out, right? Uh, a thunderous ovation. It's great to see Edge uh, here at WWE SummerSlam 2023. Yeah, yeah. He says that this is his final WWE run. We all know oh. that. It's coming to a close sooner rather than later. He's accomplished so much during it, but there's still one thing that he would like to do. He wants one last run with the tag team titles for old time's sake. 
But he hasn't got a tag team partner, has he? So Kevin and Sammy, they're all baby-facey about it. They're like, oh, man, you've done amazing stuff since you've been back. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for your contributions to WWE. Uh, they say they'd be honored to defend their tag team titles uh, as soon as Edge can find a tag team partner. All of a sudden... I hear voices oh. in my head that talk to me. They understand. Uh, out comes Chad Gable. No, no. Uh, out comes Randy Orton. <laughs> Randy Orton is back. Edge has a partner. And what did they just say? As soon as you oh, can ooh. find oh. a partner. Oh, that's so nasty. You've got, yeah, you've got to play wow. this safe, right? You've got to play this super safe, obviously, with Kevin being hurt at the moment. So he's thrown out of the ring very, very quickly. Sammy takes an absolute beating. Spear, RKO, new tag team champions. One little last nostalgia run for old age. Oh. Uh, and then they drop the titles a little bit later to DIY or something. Mm. I like it. It's a bit opportunistic of them, mm -hmm. which I mean, come on now. <laughs> That's all behave. Um, yeah, I really like it. It's um, it's a good way of doing multiple different things. And if it happened at the pay-per-view, I'd certainly enjoy it. So there yeah, we go. it's very, very good. I Thank like you. it as well. It gets a yes from me, Adam. Oh, I yes like... Do you know what? I think with Rated RKO as well, do you think there'd be one of those heel teams where people like them so much that people wouldn't really boo them that much either? No. Do you think people would be behind it? I know they've taken the belts off Sammy and Kevin there, which yeah, is still a big thing. Nostalgia is a powerful healing. thing, isn't it? Uh, yeah. In that people would be happy to see them reunite. And I think that happiness would eclipse the fact that they've just stolen mm. the titles off two big baby faces. Obviously, it's, it can't really go on for very long. But I think it's a nice way of bringing Randy back. I don't really want to see Randy come back and do stuff with Riddle again, if that's the plan. Mm. I think it's a, a bit of a soft reset in, in some ways. He comes back and he does this thing. It's only going to last like three months or so. Yeah. But it would be heartwarming and I'd like to see it. And I want to see Randy coming back as a baby face again, personally, because right, I like yeah. Randy's mm. baby face stuff. Um, and even though this is a sort of heelish thing to do, it's in character, is it? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff, mm. uh, and so uh, I don't know how soon Kevin's going to be cleared to compete. I don't know if there's been any indication of how long he's going to be away, but this might be an easy way of solving it and having a nice feel-good moment. Yes, yeah. and I think Owens would be happy to. He's, I think, famously quite a big Edge fan mm -hmm. as well, or he wears his T-shirt sometimes. <laughs> That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a good start. Two yeses. Andrew, Yes. what's your first one? Oh, you are looking at my paper. When? That's only because I wanted to see how many, how thick the stack was. Double-sided. It's double-sided, but it's... The contents right. within the pitches are pretty thick with two Cs. Well, that's fair enough, then. So, strap in. Okay. Because it's time, story time, isn't it? Mm. With Baldy Boy, baby. Are we ready for this? <laughs> I'm going over to... First of all, you're the main man on these, I'm aren't not you? The main man. Here you are. I see the comments. Yours very... I've not experienced this in person, I don't think. Yours was very concise and to the point. And I think mm. people watching prefer that, but I'm taking you for a <laughs> ride today. Oh, my God. I'm taking you for a ride. Right. So, after a few conflicting conflicting reports I've seen online regarding the rules, I checked WWE.com's official sort of right up for the tribal uh, the tribal combat match. And uh, I didn't realize that they'd put this in there, but it says in that little write-up, it's tribal combat where anything goes, but no one can interfere until Jay and Roman's match is over. Yeah. So it's just them two one-on-one. -on -one. Time for a bit of a fight and that, isn't it? Mm. So, Not really this... anything goes, is it? Well, 
Uh, well, that's <laughs> what I was thinking as well. It's, it's a bit weird. Yeah. Um, there seems to be an emphasis, I think, on the interference occurring after the match. So that's what I'm going to focus on in the pitch, uh, <laughs> even though it takes me forever to get there. Okay. However, let me set the scene. And this is why, because i got to set the scene. Uh, I pitched something similar in another Bloodline segment uh, for an earlier pay-per-view this year. I believe it was the last one in Saudi Arabia for the tag team match. I remember that. Um, it was highly emotional. It was. Um, but with the elders having to approve this match type, it seems fitting that they'd have to be here to watch everything play out in this one. So oh. we've got four thrones placed around the ring for the elders. Two for Afra and Sika, uh, with the latter there obviously being Roman's dad, and two for Fatu and Samu, with the former being Jay's dad, also famously, obviously, known as Rikishi. Now, visibly absent from Roman's side are the wise man Paul Heyman and the enforcer Solo Sokoa. So Roman wants to abide by the rules of the match and show respect to his family and the Samoan dynasty. Seemingly, at least, anyway, right? In somewhat of a short ceremony, both Jay and Roman bow to the elders and they engage in a handshake slash nose-to-nose moment like the one we saw in SmackDown before they absolutely slaughter one another in this one-on-one affair. Uh, after a great show of uh, resiliency on Jay's behalf and a great deal of confidence knocked off the tribal chief's ego, it looks like the Uso finally has Roman's number, hitting a Superman punch, spear, super kick combo to lay Roman out flat, ready for the finishing splash. Now Jay looks over at his father. They both give a subtle nod to one another and Jay launches himself at Roman, but Reigns manages to catch Jay upon the landing and lock in the guillotine. Oh, he looked, why did he look at his dad? I thought he was going for a stink face. I was like, I know what no, I'm going to do. No, he was like, I've got this. Dad, I'm going to... No, not that. Wait, this is serious. This right, is sorry, dramatic. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't say that away. Stink face. No, no stink face in this one. Um, so, yes, anyway. Jay lands the splash, but... Roman locks in the guillotine upon the landing. And with all his might and to the surprise of Reigns, Jay rises back up to his feet with Roman still tightly clutched around his neck. But before Jay can capitalize, he succumbs to the maneuver. Roman Reigns retains both the WWE title and the head of the table status. Now, after securing the victory, though, Roman refuses to let the guillotine go, almost as if all the frustration of knowing he came so close to losing everything has finally boiled over. He wants to end this chapter for good. When he does eventually pry himself away from the now lifeless Jay, he looks in the direction of the elders, but instead of being met with congratulatory gestures, the tribal chief is met with nothing but a row of stoic expressions as they sense Reigns' desperation and weakness. I go swallow and breathe. Even Paul Heyman and Solo Sokoa, who have made their way to ringside whilst this is all playing out, are taken aback by the tribal chief's actions. They're like, you might be going a bit far here, you mentalist. This also adds to Roman's frustration, which now hits full breaking point. He exits the ring and begins to scream at the elders to acknowledge him for who he is, for keeping the family relevant and for launching their name into new heights before grabbing the Ulafala and burying it into the chest of Rikishi. What? The Ulafala. The The lay. Yeah. Oh, right. Is that your name? Oh, sorry. Right. Fair enough. Sorry. That was my own ignorance. And he buries it into the chest of Rikishi. buries it into his chest. Oh, right, 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 right. Dickhead. Like I thought like in a vampire killing no, sort of way. No. Right. He buries it into the chest of Rikishi, asking his uncle to place it around the neck of the tribal chief. Rikishi refuses, though. He does nothing. So Roman tells Rikishi, I'll make you acknowledge me one way or another, you silly man. 
Uh, Roman grabs the steel steps, kind of like what happens there, as you remember in uh, Hell in a Cell, between Roman and Jay. Yeah, well, I, yeah. Thought, I thought your match finish was deliberately echoing Hell in a Cell. Oh, well, oh, yeah, I guess okay, it is. Okay. So Roman grabs the steel steps and throws them into the ring, towering over a defenseless Jay. Reigns lifts the steps high above his head, but before he can bring them crashing down on his cousin's skull, Rikishi dives into the ring to protect his son. Roman shows no remorse, however, as he looks to strike his uncle regardless until Heyman ascends onto the apron in an attempt to console the unhinged, undisputed champion. He's, oh, me tribal chief, me tribal chief. You've proved yourself more, more than worthy of the family title. It may be unwise to do this. Think of the consequences. And met with a brief hesitance, Roman stops for a moment until a sadistic smile quickly washes across his face. Rather than striking his uncle, he lowers the steps and instead calls for his cousin Solo. Sokoa enters the ring, and after a brief stare-down between the two, Roman hoists Rikishi up to his feet and orders Solo to Samoan Spike, his own father. Reigns gets in Solo's face and bellows at him to make Rikishi acknowledge who the tribal chief is. And after what seems like some confliction from Solo, Roman turns his back in a very brief moment of frustration. You know when someone like turns their back and they're like, oh, oh, you God damn it. idiot, just do it. And then uh, in that short window, we shockingly see Solo sort of turn his body in a way that say, you're Rikishi, right? I'm am Solo Sokoa. I'm, I'm vulnerable now. You're vulnerable. My facing... You're, yeah, so you're kind of like looking you're at Roman Reigns here, right? I'm Solo Sokoa. You've obviously. turned away in frustration. He's like, oh. <laughs> and then in this moment, because I'm facing you at this point, right? I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, right, oh. Sorry, so you can't see. So you so see Solo turn. look at Roman. Yeah, yeah, oh, right? Got, but got, Roman got. doesn't see this bit. Do it, stinks. So, uh, we see Solo turn his body in a way that looks like he's protecting his dad before screaming and raising the Samoan spike oh. towards the direction of Roman. But that is when Jimmy hits the ring from the crowd, oh. saving his brother and his father from further destruction, right? But was it going to be further destruction? Well, that's it. Well, Bloody we hell. don't know. Managing to escape unscathed, Jimmy unloads all his pent-up aggression on Reigns. Solo heads up the rampway with his eyes fixated on his brother, all whilst the wise man, Paul Heyman, begins to follow from a distance before ultimately realizing he can't outright just leave the tribal chief. Oh, and it, it goes from here. It's so, it's so, it's, it's, it's slow burns all it's over the place. It's slow burn everywhere, you know it's, what I mean? Uh, Triple H, would, are you using these pitches to sneakily audition for <laughs> Triple H's creative <laughs> team? Because although your pitches are always inventive and well thought out and everything, they also operate within a similar framework to Triple H's startup book, mm. and I feel, I think you're, you and I think you and Triple H are pretty similar blokes, and I think that you've got yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I like it. I think that it's um, I think that it really matches the tone of how the bloodline things unfolded so far. Mm. So I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a yes, Thank but it you. just makes me want to know what happens next. But that's well, the we'll point. find out. Oh, well. The next pitch is no, we? because this isn't real. This no, is real. No, this is <laughs> no, it's all playing no, out in some in parallel end. universe. Well, it's all in your head. Yeah, but by the time <laughs> the next pitch is, we'll have, that's gone. Who knows? No. It might still be going. Ah, oh, well, we'll see. It okay. might play out exactly like this. Did you think about that? That's true. That's mm. true. It's a yes from me. Thank you. It's really good. It's, it's so beat by beat, <laughs> and so Jack's long. completely right. Uh, in the well, you, well, you say it, it, it's so long, uh, but it's quite enthralling throughout, isn't Thank it? You. You, it? It was very easy to pay attention to. This is what he does. This. Yeah, yeah. he is good. He's isn't like he? a. He's like a. He's like a story anaconda, just squeezing. Yeah. <laughs> some sto some storyboards everybody. wouldn't have gone amiss, to be honest. Mm. No, uh, wait, I'm a, yeah, I'm well, a visual I can do learner. Um, 
yeah, I think it's great. And Jack's so right in saying that it really does fit in. Like, it's it's the sort of thing that I can just see happening. Like, mm. a lot of these, it's like, they're pretty pretty out there. And, it, and if these pictures came true too often, the pay-per-views would be completely nonsensical because there'd be too much stuff happening, wouldn't there? Imagine <laughs> yeah. all this stuff happening, however good it is. But that could literally happen mm. on, on, mm. on Sunday. There's really, on Saturday, rather, um, there's there's so many great visual bits. Like I love the I love the thrones alongside mm, it. The blocking's excellent. Uh, yeah, it yeah. is. It is. It's a yes yeah. from me. It's Thank an obvious you. yes from me. It's great. Thanks. Well done, Andrew. Thanks. Um, my first pitch concerns Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes, but I'm 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 kind of doing the opposite of you. Where I'm not lingering on the match too long. I'm mm. going further forwards. Oh, hello. Over the next few months. Yeah. Cody wins heroically after a big mighty struggle, which is probably, I think, what we expect to happen. Mm -hmm. um, what happens to Cody next remains to be seen, but I suspect he might end up in a feud over the World Heavyweight Championship if Seth's going to lose it over this weekend or not. I mm -hmm. don't know. However, I want to focus on Brock, which is where I think you could do something. Ooh. And I've put crazy. <laughs> oh. K-E-R-A-Z-Y. So let's say an angry Brock is rampaging around backstage at SummerSlam having lost to Cody. He's like a big, bloodied Viking man, and he's oh so scary. Chairs are a-flying. Tables too. He's coming for me. He's coming for you. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I've done when I wrote this. Adam Pearce tries to calm Brock down, but he takes a big F5 bah, backstage. Uh, Triple H even steps in. He's had a history with Brock. He has a big stare down. Obviously, we can't have any, we can't get physically involved, but there's a big intense stare down uh, to no avail. Lesnar stomps off down a corridor with security in hesitant pursuit. He clomps into the clomps. <laughs> he clomps into the parking lot where a speeding limo, it's like some, it's like Survivor Series 99, takes him out like Austin. Is it 99 or 98? When Austin got run yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A speeding limo's taking him out, and it's Logan Paul's private limo. Oh. With Logan having been seen celebrating in it earlier after his win over Ricochet. <gasps> Thankfully, Brock is not hurt too badly, but it's enough to take him out of action for... But it's enough to take him out of action for a good while. Right? <laughs> He's Handy, fine. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, Logan immediately starts denying it on social media. I had nothing to do with it. I wasn't even in the limousine. Uh, on a future episode of Raw, in a satellite interview from his ranch or his farm, Lesnar, uh, I don't know, his ranch, ranch. Yeah. Um, he warns Logan that he's coming for him. Obviously, yeah, all the wrestling fans are like, yes, get him. Mm. Sometime later, Logan's back on Raw in some sort of self-serving celebratory segment. Maybe he's making his own pitch for early entry into the Hall of Fame or something like that. He's interrupted by a now-recovered Lesnar who chases him up through the crowd, up to a private skybox. Logan's locked himself in. Lesnar starts to break through the glass, and Logan's begging Brock to stop and leave him alone, saying, I'll give you anything you want. Lesnar says, anything. Logan's, like, emptying cash out of his pockets. He's taken off his watch. And then he says, yes, anything. And Lesnar pauses and smiles or grimaces or whatever he does when he's happy. Mm. The kind of, does he, he smiles, doesn't he? He's quite, what? Who's that? <laughs> no, he doesn't I want, want that at all. <laughs> he wants... <laughs> Instead, he says, what I want is you versus me, hell in a cell. Ooh. Quite hilariously, Logan finds himself in a hell in a cell match against Brock somewhere down the road at some sort of pay-per-view whenever his and Lesnar's schedules are both free. I've just said because, you know. Lesnar destroys Logan and it's really scary, although the crowd are obviously into it. They've paid very little attention probably to Logan's protest. They had nothing to do with the attack at SummerSlam. Protest he has maintained all the while this feud has been built. 
Eventually, after Brock dominates the majority of the match, with maybe a few deliberate echoes of Undertaker versus Sean... That's such a wanky face. <laughs> Logan pulls off a crazy elbow drop off the side of the cell through the oh. announce table. He struggles and struggles to get Brock's dead weight back in the ring and makes the cover. One, Brock kicks out instantly and is back on his feet in a rage. F5 and another one. One, two, three. Brock wins. Brock stands with his arms raised while the cell is raised up for medics to get Logan out of there. And the medics all leave, but one medic stays behind with a face mask obscuring his identity. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yes. It's a mask. Uh, he stands behind Lesnar and hits a big low blow, then gets a chair, loads of chair shots, and gets on the mic and says, the driver of the limousine that night... That was me, lad! It's Grayson Waller! Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I looked at Adam's face, he was going like, he was going, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that was the end of the pitch. Right, yeah, it's Grayson Waller! Bloody hell. Bloody hell. And what, what's his motivation for doing this? Just to make a name for himself yes. once again. Which is kind of what block. he did in NXT. Mm. Uh, he, he, Johnny Gargano was giving like his farewell speech to NXT and Grayson interrupted it and beat him up. Right. Just because he's... He's got no class. He's all about notoriety. Mm -hmm. um, and and he's lost a lot of that since he started on SmackDown, partly because he's been injured. So he can't be having... Well, he, recently he's recovered, but he was injured. So they just had these talk show segments with him. But he's lost what made him such like a evil heel. Okay. Hmm. There's, there's one fatal flaw here. Okay. Is that um, a limo stands no chance against Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would jackknife over yeah. it. Yeah. No, I think it's really good. It's There's a, a bit elaborate. It is, yeah. I, lo I love the fact that you protected Logan Paul so much. Like you said, he, he got, got, a, he got another a, FU. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's managed to, <laughs> he to overcome yeah, adversity yeah. for a brief yeah. moment to get Logan set up on the on the announce table, was it? And he was going to go for he something. He probably that... hit him with a camera or something. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense, yeah. Uh, You've got to give him something. It's, it's good, oh. isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Don't be afraid to say no in these Oh, I'm gonna say this right. We 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 talk about don't we? We talk about these younger stars now wanting to get over what like the 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 like older generation should be starting to put over the younger generation. Yeah, and I think <coughs> initially when you said Grayson Waller, I was like ah oh, anticlimactic. But thinking <laughs> about it a little bit more, thinking He's about it a little bit more with Edge I think, and I John think, Cena. If you, if you could get them to it, because I think Brock now, I'll, I love listening to Brock speak on the microphone. I think he's great. Do you? Yeah, I think he's funny. When he gets all high-pitched. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. And him and Grayson Waller together, I wouldn't be actually opposed to, to seeing that. My own issue with my own one is that it's two feuds of a similar tone back-to-back, -back, chasing mm. Brock, chasing this annoying influencer type. Oh, yeah. I guess that's so, true. He, he's a bit like a reverse legend killer, isn't he, Grayson Waller? And that he came up short <laughs> both times he tried. So does he win this one, right? Maybe. Uh, yeah, but then can you have Grayson Waller be Brock Lesnar? Well, maybe, Logan Paul yeah. stood a chance, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a weird one because. The Edge one really annoyed me because Edge went, you'll never beat me, Grayson. And then he, he didn't. didn't. And yeah. then he went, but you hung with, you swam with the sharks, kid. I'm like, Edge, get out. What are you doing? <laughs> Not enough to put him over. No, no. I yeah, respect no. you, but no. Yeah. <laughs> Behave. <laughs> didn't shake my hand hard enough backstage. It's a, it's a soft yes from me. Okay. I, I've got no major faults okay. with it or anything. Uh, it's 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 sprawling. It's, it's yeah, um, yeah. It, it's a similar thing for me as well. I kind of actually really do want to see Logan and Brock in yeah. Hell in a Cell as well. That actually does, sounds pretty fun. Does that turn Logan babyface? You reckon if he wasn't no. in the limo the whole time? Logan did nothing wrong, did he? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he's past the point of redemption. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think people like him. Yeah. 
yeah. My next one is uh, regarding the Gunther versus Drew McIntyre match and the uh, the, the preceding, uh, well, part of the show, I guess. Um, so Gunther defeats Drew clean following a brutal, hard-hitting encounter. It's obviously going to be a great match. has potential to be match of the night. Um, after the match, Drew goes to shake Gunther's hand and congratulate him for retaining uh, when all of a sudden... Boom, Claymore. We got the Drew oh. heel turn, right? Then another. Then another. Oh, Drew damn. is now a proper bad boy heel. He starts walking up the ramp all angry and nasty and Scottish. <laughs> uh, so he's get, he, he's he's leaving. He's looking strong. He's looking strong. Uh, all of a sudden, out comes Damien Priest. Oh. Priest music hits. Hands the referee the briefcase. Oh. Priest is cashing in for the Intercontinental title. We are super close to Honky's reign. Uh, being over here and Damien is going to take it away from him. However, just just before the bell rings and the match com commences, he's fortunately attacked by the rest of Imperium, allowing Gunther to escape with the gold. Ooh. It's the most vulnerable Gunther has looked during his entire mm. reign. Adds a little bit of peril, which I actually think is really handy as he does close in on Honky Tonk Man's record. You want to believe that he might lose it at some point. Mm. And so I don't think that's a bad thing here. Normally I'd be against making Gunther look, uh, look, look weak, rather. But when um, it's sporadic, but, it stands out a lot more. Yeah. And peril's a great word. Yeah. Peril. Yeah. Uh, later in the night, Finn Balor defeats Seth Rollins. He is your new Ooh. world heavyweight champion. Oh, and I'm wow. sure you can see what's coming here. No! Damien Priest comes no! out, hits the reckoning, oh! he pins Finn, uh, becoming the new world heavyweight champion and leader of the Judgment Day. Oh! So he's, he's got the gold. And I, re I, I what I like about it is that I think there's some fun that you can have with uh, the title being taken away from Finn in even less time than it happened last time with the Universal <laughs> title. Um, wow. uh, I, I think it turns Finn babyface. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, it definitely turns Finn babyface. They could have a nice little feud uh, and... I don't know, think and piss off back to NXT or something. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I really like it, especially because at first I was thinking, oh, when you said that, I was hesitant when you said Priest was going to cash in on Gunter because I thought he wouldn't really. I don't like when they act like cashing in on a mid card things as just as good as because it's mm. not. The fact that but, they teased it this time, they said you can, yeah, you can do it for any. And weird. Well, they had a, didn't they have Otis or someone using? I mean, on a mid -card? Uh, was, uh, theory, theory did theory, yeah, 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 to get the US. Um, oh yeah, but. Uh, I'd still, I'm not a huge fan of it because I think it makes them look like cowards or like mm. uh, they've settled for this low. Against Gunter, though. But against Gunter's big. But I also like it because it then builds up this expectation that, like, oh, Priest has deferred to Bala. Like, they've obviously had a word and he's not going to. But then it's all flipped on its head mm. by the end. Yeah, I like it. Thanks. I like it a lot as well. Um, there was that little thing on Raw this week with Chad Gable with a five minute uh, challenge as well, mm. where Gable actually, like, he. Uh, outlasted Gunter in that five minute thing, but Gunter was like, nah, restart the bell. Like, we got to do this again. And I felt like that gave a little bit of jeopardy there to Gunter actually losing the title. So maybe if we do continue it in that way, having, as you said there, with Drew coming out absolutely hammering him after the match and then having Damien come out, I think you're right in that it's, it would be an interesting thing to see Gunter on the other end of like being the one in jeopardy for a I, change. I, think, I just or think you need peril. it at this point mm. because there's it's a once in a lifetime thing, isn't yeah. it? To, to be presented with this situation where the longest uh, intercontinental title reign may be surpassed, mm. uh, you've got to make the most of that. But also, you've got to present that that champion with a little bit of vulnerability, mm. just so it's not another match. Like yeah. imagine if it 
came round and his last match before getting uh, surpassing the record is against Mansoor or something. No disrespect, <laughs> yeah. Mansoor. You, you you need people yeah, to believe yeah. that it could happen. They might take it away from us. Yes. So I like I like it a lot. I like it a lot. And I think for Gunter as well. I know it's not necessarily all about Gunter in this pitch, but I think uh, Gunter's reign has been great. He's had great matches, but the stories might not necessarily have been there. So it could be a way to like push a narrative a little bit mm -hmm. as well. And weave things in. I yes. like it. Sorry for not thinking about Finn there. I just not that fast. Oh no, that's all right. I mean, I think he's probably if he was kicked out at the judgment day, it would give him a nice boost of momentum as yeah. a vengeful baby mm -hmm. face. Yeah. Him versus Dommy Dom or something like yeah. that. Dommy Dom. Dommy Dom. Um yeah, it's two yeses. Thank you. It's lovely. It's bloody lovely. Andrew. Yes. Top the emotional heartache of last pitch. We'll see what oh, we can do. Eh? Okay. We'll see what we can do. So I'm going over to Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, as Big Balor said last week, or this week, sorry, even, or last week. No, last week, yep. Recently. I'll get there. Recently. Ah, that's a good broad yeah, I turn used to, there, I used isn't it? I genuinely use uh, <laughs> As Big Balor said uh, recently, uh, it's the seven-year itch he's been looking to finally have scratched, 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 and my goodness gracious, I definitely want to see this happen at SummerSlam, right? So at some point during the evening, though, of SummerSlam, we get a, ba a backstage segment in which Finn and the Judgment Day are interviewed about Balor's title match with Rollins. Uh, the interviewer brings up the obvious elephant in the room, Damien's Money in the Bank briefcase, but Priest says he knows how much this match and a win against Seth means to Finn, and he promises that he'd never let the briefcase get in the way of that. The two stablemates hug it out, but as they do, we see Finn's expression turn to one of them. You love a secret oh, expression. We yeah. like the secret oh, expression. Winks at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh huh. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess him up. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was the coup de grace. It Wait, was which one of them? That was A-Town Down. Wait, which one of them's. Well, so Finn, Finn's looking. Finn's through the camera. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The camera's at Finn, and Finn's like, mm. ooh, I'm a bit uncertain. I'm up on hearing the words. Mm -hmm. Me so-called friend is speaking here. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, match time comes, and it's a very intense and physical <laughs> affair. Uh, everything culminates in this moment for Finn Balor, who desperately wants to leave with the championship held high above his head. Uh, the judgment day are at ringside throughout the entirety of the match. However, after an early attempt at a cheap, uh, sorry, at cheap interference from Rhea and Dom to turn the tide, Damien actually steps in to stop them as he and Finn give one another a knowing nod of respect. Commentary sort of get the point across uh, as Damien and Finn both know that after all this time, Bala has to achieve this momentous goal on his own terms. Mm. Priest acts much more like a baby face throughout the match, cheering and rallying Finn on throughout the entire bout. Now, after numerous close pinfall attempts and false finishes, both Balor and Rollins are absolutely spent, battered and beaten. In a huge moment, Finn manages to reverse a superplex attempt from Seth into an avalanche 1916 DDT for a 2.9. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Unable to put the visionary away, Finn hits a shotgun dropkick into the corner, climbs the top rope for the coup de grace, but misses it as Seth rolls out of the way. Now, as Seth comes down, his knee sort of buckles under the weight of the landing. Seth hits the stomp, but as uh, but uh, as both men are exhausted, sorry, he can't capitalize with the pin. It's a double down. It's a double down. Oh, my God. Laying on the canvas facing towards Damien, though, we see a dazed Finn. He's clutching at his knee and he's trying to mutter something to Priest. And then it soon becomes more audible to the audience. Cash in. I can't do it, Damien. Oh, my knee. Hang on. Don't let him take everything from me. Cash in, please. Damien sees the pain in Bala's eyes. and uh, Sorry, Damien sees the pain in Bala's eyes and voices his stablemate pleads with him for help. After some swift debate with himself, Priest does it. He's got the blessing there from his friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He cashes in. He quickly enters the ring and sizes up Rollins. He goes for the south of heaven, but Rollins reverses it. Super kicking Priest in the midsection. The crowd is going ready or rental. Bye. What's going to happen? Rollins winds up for the stomp. And much like that of WrestleMania 31 with the RKO, as Seth gets the airtime, Priest reverses it on the descent for a huge south of heaven. Oh, shut up. Adam. Priest how, goes... How can he hit that? Because he's cool. Come on he's now. A, he's a demon. <laughs> okay. He's a priest, after all. Right, right, if right. If you right. think about it. Uh, priest goes for the cover to win his first ever WWE world title with the blessing of his friend. But as he does... Balor swiftly reveals that his knee was fine all along. He gets up and he grabs Damien from behind, tosses him out of the ring, and pins Seth Rollins oh. for the one, two, three. This is like memento. He's, he's Finn taking Balor. the briefcase out of the equation. Right? He saved yes. himself. That's, that's really that's clever. Nice. Finn Balor's yeah. pulled off the at heist first, of the century. At first, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was on a no for a lot of that. I'll be honest, yeah. but you've totally redeemed yourself. Because I was like, when Priest got in, I was like. Well, you just pin Bala. Bala would like, pin me, pin mm, me. Mm. But no, no, no he had no. a plan all along. Yeah. It's a big yes. Thank you. My thumb is... Ir- oh, oh, well, well, well. It's a, it's a full, full yes from me. It's firmly planted upright. Yeah, yeah, it is. Proudly. Good. Thank I, you. I thought you were going in the direction that 
Priest was going to lose, and mm. then there's more tension between them. Mm. It's like, oh, Priest is annoyed because Bal has essentially cost him his briefcase. Mm. Um, I would change one little thing about it. Ooh, it's the smallest yeah. little thing. Rather than him doing it off the leg, I'd have him buckle bomb him on the corner. Oh, with just the just, just as a callback yeah, to that. Yeah. Go, that would have been yeah, good. Yeah, that go been that. Really but good. no, it's really great. That's I, I very love that. Good. Yeah, that to your first one, even, and I like yeah. that as well. Yeah, Thank it's you brilliant. Very much. It's a great follower. Um, <laughs> this one's this one's not well. Well, we'll see. Shayna Baszler versus Ronda Rousey is where I'm going. Shayna beats Ronda in a bad-tempered match with a slightly contentious finish. Maybe Ronda gets the armbar, but Shayna managed to like roll her over. Oh, but it's MMA rules, isn't it? It is. Well, she can't do that then. Well, maybe she, it's it's some sort of finish, but Ronda still is like the more dominant one, and Shayna got a little bit lucky. Mm-hmm. The following Monday on Raw, Ronda wants a rematch. She's going around backstage saying, hey, I thought that was supposed to be a fight, but you pinned me. This all relied on her being pinned, and now I can't. I was hey. <laughs> you pinned me with a wrestling move, but you can't pin her. It's MMA rules. Um, you beat me with a lucky fluke, kid. I, don't know, I wasn't tapping. I was scratching I wasn't tap- the yeah, map. Yeah, she doesn't tap or something. <laughs> yeah. It's like a weird stoppage. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. But in the world I come from, that wouldn't have ended the match. I'd have kept on my armbar until you begged for mercy. Basically, the, the general point remains the same. Yeah. Shane is not around. So Ronda knocks on the door of Adam Pearce. But remember from my previous pitch, Pearce got f 5 by Brock backstage at the show. He did. He's not there. It's all interconnected. <laughs> Hello? Instead, the door is answered by William Regal. Ooh. <laughs> He's there. He's in WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not oh. loud on camera, but... Hello, I'm just filling in. My <laughs> dear Adam Pearce is recovering in the hospital, or as they used to call it around my neck of the woods, the puppet wagon, because they stitch you up in there, you see, much like a puppet or a dummy or some sort of mannequin. I wrote those real words. I wrote that down. Um, Well, what the hell was that? Ronda wants a rematch with Shayna, and Regal's only too happy to oblige because Regal loves violence. He loves seeing Mm. this sort of thing. Over the next couple of weeks, he sets up a fight pit between the pair for the next pay-per-view. That show rolls around, and the heel Shayna is accompanied by private security team helmeted up, walking her to the ring, which is suspicious. I'll, I'll <gasps> give you that. Helmeted? Yeah, helmeted, oh, yeah. No. No, yeah. Grayson Waller again. Yeah, <laughs> it's back. a fleet of Graysons. <laughs> the match happens, and Ronda ends up on top, finally getting revenge for Shayna's betrayal like a, with a big victory. But then... Shayna's security team storm the fight pit and pick Ronda apart like vultures. Regal marches down to the ring on the mic like, stop it this instant. This is outrageous. That's not, I wasn't trying to do an impression. What was that? This is contagious. <laughs> Don't look at it. Yeah. <laughs> he gets all the way. What were you even doing there, Bush? He gets all the way into the ring and the security team all stop and look at him. He turns to the nearest one and goes, lock the door. And they lock themselves in before continuing the beatdown. Once Ronda is fully beaten up, the security team helps Shayna to her feet and pose around Regal. And they unmask, revealing themselves to be the members of the new Orlando Fighting Society. Oh, piss off. (laughs) And those members are... And these are all in the current Raw roster, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shayna. Yep. Zoe Stark. Oh. That's a good one. I like... Yeah. Sonia Deville. Okay. Because she's got the MMA. Because she's the fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Piper Niven, I just... Where's she gone? Mm. Yeah. And I've put Tegan Knox. maybe. I feel like she's a natural baby face, but she, we saw her retain the WCPW Women's Championship in some pretty hardcore circumstances, yeah. actually. She was the first ever one, don't you know? Mm. And I presented her with the belt, actually. Did, you? Did I? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember that. <laughs> it was very I special to you. I remember because you were worried about 
being so much taller than her and like holding the belt up, holding her arm up or something when she won the match. Oh, uh, like lift her up. Yeah, like, 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 oh, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. That was a great match when she kicked um, Blair Davenport the, yeah, through yeah. the chair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <gasps> oh, I just thought Blair Davenport could be in the group. Uh, Blair Davenport. I, uh, what about Cora Jade as well? Because she uh, did the thing where she she's was like, just Dana Brooke, she's rubbish. Yeah, well, that's so, oh, oh, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. No, no, Cora, I think, needs to be on her own for the minute to let her personality shine through more. It's the generation of Jade. It, yeah. Come on. Uh, that's yeah. a real catchphrase. What about poor little Chelsea Green? One well, I think she, again, I think she's more effective on her own as the Karen. Mm. Yeah, but she's got a belt. Got... Oh, yeah, they'll have lost that. Before this pay per view, on Friday, they'd have lost it to the Cowie Girls or something. Okay, that's um, Katana Chance and Caden Card. <clears throat> there we go. That was it. Um, yeah. Oh, the silence is deafening. <laughs> I looked over, and even Joel's smirking away behind the camera. Who do they feud with? Like, everyone. Yeah, everyone. They're just yeah. Yeah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> Why you sold me, Jack? <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know, lads. Right. <laughs> uh, the, the worst thing is, this feels like the last pitch I wrote. It's not the last pitch; is the last pitch I wrote. It's I can't wait for the last. Whereas Andrews are going up, yours just going to continue plummeting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a no from me. Fair I don't, enough, I don't, fair uh, it's just a faction that I don't want to see at all. Okay. Yeah. No offense to any of them, because I like them all. No, no, it's totally fair. I agree as well, unfortunately. I'm sorry. I like the unmasking. That's no, always fun. A no from Adam or a no from Ross is pretty standard, but a no from you. He's so nice like most I've of the time. Like, just done something bad. It must have been really crap if, if <laughs> it, you're giving it I mean, no. it, no, I, I don't want to like say the, that. You're like the, um, like the... Who's like the nice one on Strictly Come Dancing? Like the Italian one. I don't know. Who's the Italian? Gino? No, that's not Gino, is it? No, he's the chef, isn't he? Yeah. Um, you're like the... Who was the you're like the Nicole Scherzinger okay. in the situation. Whereas yeah. Ross slash Adam's more of a Simon Cullen. Oh, like okay, okay, okay. Uh, no, um I would just rather see Shana go out on her own rather than okay. be within a be within a faction. Is that okay? okay? Although That's you could okay. argue that you know that like the stuff with the Blackpool Combat Club, they still get to go out and do their own separate thing. But... Don't try and help me. It's okay. Okay. It's a no It's a, yeah, it's, it's a no in the mud. I'm We're sorry. not gonna that one's yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. What a great visual, though. The unmasking. Yeah. <laughs> one by one. <laughs> All different parties. Regal's in the middle going, <laughs> like Charlie's <Absolutely>. Angels. <laughs> no pop for any of them. <laughs> Who's is that? Who's that? Is that Sonia? Did that? Um, Adam, your third and final pitch, please. My third one uh, is regarding the Slim Jim TM Battle Royal. Uh, is that honestly? No mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the Slim mm -hmm. Jim Battle Royal. No. Yeah. Presented by Slim Jim. Has anyone, because at the time I wrote mine, no one had yet been announced. Yeah, we've got, uh, I think there are five or six. I've written them down. Well, shit. I like to, uh, I think. Before we get yep. to mine also, in terms of the Battle Royal, this was, I wrote that before I knew any of them. Okay, right. Right, right. So cool, the, cool, the cool. confirmed entrance as of Tuesday, time of recording, mm -hmm. so there may be more. This goes out on Wednesday evening. Uh, LA Knight. Seamus, Champa, Nakamura, Otis, Gable. They're the ones that are confirmed. But anyone can be in there, right? And it's multi-brand, so... But the winner of the match is certainly in that first batch, surely. You would Must, assume yeah, so, yeah. wouldn't you? Um, right, so Omos puts in a dominating performance. Oh. He's chucking fools out left, right, and center because of his size, which is large. <laughs> uh, it comes down to a final four of Riddick Moss... Bobby Lashley, Omos, and L.A. Knight. I'll explain the first two former Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal yeah. winners mm -hmm. in those two. Omos, who's massive, mm -hmm. and L.A. Knight, uh, who is the arguably the hottest act in all of WWE right now. 
Lashley and Omos, they charge at Omos together. They're looking for a Wait, double clothesline. Lashley and Omos charge at each other. Sorry, Lashley and Moss. <laughs> yeah, Lashley yeah, and Moss yeah, yeah, yeah. charge at Omos. <laughs> double clothesline in him once. Roll back. Twice. Oh. He's, he's stra- staggering to the ropes here. They go for a third. Omos ducks down and he catapults both of the previous armbar winners oh over the top oh rope. It is it's down Omos and LA Knight. to It's Omos and LA Knight. That's right. Yeah. LA Knight he starts laying in the strikes on Omos. He's trying to lift him, but Omos is too gargantuan to hoist over the top rope because of his size. Uh, all of a sudden, Omos catches LA Knight by the throat. Another hand nails him with a two-handed choke slam. His finisher over the top rope to the mat below. Omos, oh, hello. Omos is the winner of the Slim Jim Battle Royal. I thought we were getting like a Cesaro on Big Show moment, like a heroic like. Wow. Yeah, everybody wants LA Knight to emerge victorious here. But with the current state of it, uh, <laughs> some sort of actual prize is needed. Some like number one contendership. This is I, I don't want LA Knight's big win to be the Slim Jim Battle Royal champion. I think it's crap. No, this isn't no the one prize that he, has been announced for now. Not at the moment. So as the, the match as it stands right now, it's ultimately meaningless. It feels like the biggest consolation prize possible following another Ooh. multi-man match in Money in the Bank mm-hmm. where obviously he didn't pick up the win. Um, so I toyed with like adding something about uh, LA Knight grabbing the mic, doing some sort of work shoot post-match promo or trashing ringside area uh, or, or something like that. But I don't even think it needs it. So because d- people love to hate WWE um, and if they're denied another LA Knight win, they're only going to get behind him more as a result. Oh. This isn't the time to do it. That's what I'm saying. Mm. That, that, that's all it is here. It's not a big pitch. I just don't want LA Knight to win this right. one because it's crap and who cares? Yeah. About winning the Slim Jim Battle Royal, uh, the pops aren't going to go away. If anything, a loss here would make them even louder. Mm. That's a sneaky... That's clever. That's good. Hi. It's like... It's and like... then he unmasks. It's covered in blood. Everyone's covered in blood. I was going to compare it to Space Invaders, mm-hmm. where you got to shoot where it's going to go, not where... Mm. That's the crowd's expectations, and you, ah. you're one step ahead. Save that win for something big. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like the yeah. way they got KFC in or something. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, it's a yes from me then. Yes. Well, yeah. well. Ju- at first it was going to be a no, but you justified it very well. Thank you. I think you. I think you're absolutely right. It's a yes from me as well. I think it just. It, if there's no prize on the line at the moment now, and if he did win it, what's he got? Bragging rights for two weeks, and then we forget about it, mm. don't we? So it's like, yeah. If nothing gets announced for it, absolutely. I think you're right, and I think that should that should be how it plays out. Yes. Before we get to your, I've just I can't read the words themselves. I've noticed it's a short pitch. It you. is a very short pitch because I, I I like to if I've written two really long ones, I like to end with a short one. It's like an after eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cigarette okay. after sex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is exactly so that's the pitch. I know. <laughs> that's Almost an LA night. <laughs> Covered in chocolate. <laughs> in the door and you get. Them. Oh. Oh, okay. Right. My final one we have fun on these also uh, revolves <clears throat> around the uh, the Battle Royale. And um, as you both have mentioned there, I said, give that Battle Royale a bloody stipulation, right? Um, it, doesn't have to do, uh, it doesn't have one at the moment, so why not up the stakes rather than maybe a lifetime supply of Slim Jims? Uh, make, uh, make a Battle Royale in WWE feel bigger, then just like you know, we get the Royal Rumble. Make it feel like something. Make it feel like something at least. Death so to every runner-up. Death to every like runner-up. Like Battle Royale, the movie. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh. Ooh. Slash book. Oh yeah, that's a good. I've read it. the. I've read the book. I've seen the movie. I've, the movie's good. The movie's great. 
Got the, Takeshi in it, hasn't it? The book was, yes, it does. Mm. Or General Lee. Yeah. Takeshi was the bad guy, wasn't he? In, in, the... in Takeshi's castle? Yeah, Takeshi's actually the one with the big head, I think. Oh. oh, and he's the JA, you're right, yeah, totally. General right. Lee's yeah. like the he's one the who's commanding. Able, like, mm. yeah. Craig Charles is like, they've got to storm the gates. <laughs> um, oh, it's your pitch. Sorry, I was about to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. It's all right, Jack. Uh, so I said the winner automatically gets a shot at their respective brand's mid-card title. Just on autopilot. Uh, Sorry. So either the United States Championship or the Intercontinental that's a good, Championship. That's a good prize. Um, I think that would work well in the favor of some of the storylines playing out on TV at the moment too. So I've said, for example, Chad Gable last night on Raw, as I mentioned earlier in the in the video, uh, went the distance with Gunter and didn't initially get pinned uh, by the IC champion in that five-minute challenge uh, until Gunter demanded the match to be restarted. Mm. So we were teased. We were teased of what could be between a full Big blown match between them two, and uh, and I really want to see that happen as well again at some point. Uh, you've got Sheamus, who's looking to get his hands on Austin Theory again after uh, pretty deadly keep getting uh, in the way of things and scuppering his plans to capture the US title. Obviously, throw Elliot Knight in the mix. Or, I mean, he's already in the mix anyway. Uh, who's looking to capitalize on the reactions he's getting organically mm -hmm. from the crowd? Uh, there could be something done with Shinsuke, Champa, and Reed to further their story. Uh, we could even see the Miz return in this, uh, and with the help of Big Bronson Reed, he manages to eliminate Champion Shinsuke. But po before perhaps we get a tease of either Bronson or the Miz turning against the other to throw, you know, a little bit of spice, a little bit of seasoning into that big old mixing bowl as well. Uh, and basically, I'd just like to see the match have a grander purpose away from just winner wins, has bragging rights, nothing comes of it, job done. You know, like it's not an after eight at all, is it? It's a you'll know this concept. You're northern, a mm. picky tea. Oh, you like a you picky, picky tea? tea? Like a yeah, summer, guess what it is. Yeah, summer picky tea. Oh, long yeah, bacon yeah. Chug everything yeah. in the oven, yeah. Oh, that was a lovely little, just little... A little picky bits tea. Of everything, yeah. And I think it's I like them all. Thanks the, you. Yes from me. The meat yeah. and two veggie bit is just give it something to, yeah. to win. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, it's mm. 100% yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know what? A lot of the, the stuff that's there, all those little stories playing out, that's exactly what uh, any kind of battle royal should be. Mm. You should see that stuff play out. Yeah. I hope we do see that. Um, but it it does need something to win, especially when you've you know they've they've just scrapped two planned matches today, but the yeah. Stingin Battle Royal is still on the card. Yeah. It needs to be something special. It does. Yeah. Um, mine also concerns the Battle Royal. It's the pitch that I've put most thought into comfortably. Um, a while ago, when it was the Royal Rumble pitches video, I did a weird rumble with the. No, I'm, I'm not done it again. again. No, it's oh. similar in okay. its ridiculous oh. nature. So I did a rumble. Where all 30 entrants were, I just hit random article on Wikipedia and just made them the entrants of the Royal Rumble. The winner was trees in Chinese mythology, the use of trees in Chinese mythology. Literally, I thought you meant with wrestlers there, not no, literally no, anything. We'd like, we'd, we, Department I let, of Social I let, Services. I let, sort of Ron, like... I let Ross and Andrew like decide the winner, but there was stuff like, I, I watched it back last night just to remind myself, and it was like, there was, there was, there was a, a boat which is now owned by the Bremen State Police in mm -hmm. Germany. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there were mountains. Was there mountains? There was a mountain. For 30. 30 the, the of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. The comments <laughs> were like nearly, they all liked it for some <laughs> reason. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, but you like the mountain. No, I like the, the trees. But in the end, the trees won. I think the trees are the best because the trees can plant their roots in there. And they're yeah, not going yeah. anywhere, gonna, are they? Who's, who's going to get, get rid the of the use of trees in yeah. Chinese mythology? Yeah. Exactly. Makes sense. This is the 20-person battle royal. At the time I wrote this pitch, we didn't know any of the entrants, so I've just made the ultimate summer battle royal. <gasps> All 20 entrants are people who I feel really thrive in the summertime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Exactly. Oh no. <laughs> Don't <laughs> Number one, Michael Phelps, most successful summer Olympian of all time. Mm-hmm. A staggering total of 23 gold medals, three oh. silvers, and two bronze. That's better than Kurt Angle. You guys also, bear in mind, you can pick the winner, but keep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Number two, Brian Adams, of course, the man behind the iconic smash hit Summer of 69. I Brian thought you meant the wrestler. No. No. <laughs> no, no. Brian Adams was born in November 1959, which means that in the summer of 69, he'd have been only nine years old. Makes the song a bit weird. What? Does he say that again? Okay. He was born in November 1959. Oh, yeah. Nine years after that. Yeah, summer of 69. I'm trying to think of the Got lyrics. My first like, real six string. string. Bought it at the five, five and dime. Yeah, yeah. He was in love. Played it till my, my fingers, fingers bled. bled. He was in the... He was... He was he was in love and stuff. It was weird. Some guys uh, from school had a, bar, had a band. Okay, we tried yeah, hard. Jimmy quit. Joe got married at night. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh dear. Mm. I can't remember anyway. the rest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number three, the Pokemon Bulbasaur. Mm. He's a plant. Mm. Does well in the sun. I could have chosen many different types of grass Pokemon, but I'd say Bulbasaur is the most iconic. He's the boy. I think he's number one, isn't he, in the Pokedex? Yes. All right. Uh, four and five are Danny and Sandy from Greece. They had a great time that summer at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, things got a bit tricky once the school year started. <laughs> but by the following summer, they all had a dance at the carnival and they flew off in that car, didn't they? Six, seven, and eight. The three members of Moldovan pop group Ozone. F- fam- no, stay with it. Famous for their 2004 global summertime hit, Dragon oh, State Inte. Yeah. You know it? Yeah. One of the first memes was that bloke. Dude, Gary Brolsma. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah. Mm. He popped up on something the other day. Hey, how's he doing? Right. Yeah, he's all right. <laughs> Look, looks much the same. Fair enough. Tried to capitalize on his success. Oh, yeah, he did 100%. a song called New Numa. Because he hated it at first, and then he came back about t- five years too late, and it was awful. Well, he's not in this. It's the three lads in the video. On, he wouldn't do on the wing of the plane. Massive. On the wing of the plane. Oh, it's just a, it's a yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a battle royal, though. Yeah. Um, nine, controversial one, potentially. Santa. He's got time off. He probably looks forward to it. <laughs> Ten, the Duke of Wellington. Uh, the Battle of Waterloo took place in June 1815, so got to chuck him in there, really. He beat Napoleon, widely regarded as one of the greatest military leaders of all time. Big summer for him, that one. <laughs> 11 in a similar vein the British Bulldog Davy Boy Smith summer of 92 beat one of the greatest of all time so he's mm. in here and has the advantage of being an actual wrestler <laughs> number 12 the summer of love was a cultural phenomenon centered around the hippie movement which converged in a particular neighborhood of San Francisco in 1967 I just googled who is like the most famous hippie who's the biggest hippie Janis Joplin oh. was uh, one of the names that got mentioned a lot yeah, yeah. the other one was Manson I'm not putting him in um, Marilyn Manson <laughs> no, no. Charles, uh, oh Charlie Manson yeah. <laughs> big, 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 big <laughs> God rest his dead uh, soul. No. <laughs> Janice is probably going in, or I thought maybe Shaggy from Scooby Doo is another famous That's a great shout. Neil from The Young Ones. Yeah. Yeah. Any of them. Yeah. 13. The most famous novel ever set in the summer is arguably The Great Gatsby. So I've chucked F. Scott Fitzgerald in there, oh. although I don't know much about his fighting prowess. If Hemingway was in there, that'd be a different story. <sighs> Next one's a bit personal. The summer between leaving school and going away to uni was a mad time. <laughs> <laughs> this time I looked over and Joel's stone face. <laughs> He's just sat there. Just... Um, the summer between leaving school and going away to uni was just a mad time, wasn't it? Ridiculous amounts of free time on your hands after exams. Everyone's suddenly 18, house parties, going out. And through that absolute mess of a summer, for me, in the year 2011, one song was consistent. So for numbers twenty, uh, numbers fourteen and fifteen in this battle royal are the two members of electronic dance music duo LMFAO. Oh, wow. 
because Party Rock Anthem was Oh, on. yeah, of course. Uh, Red Foo and Sky Blue are their names. I can only assume that Sky Blue is the current AEW wrestler, and might I say she hasn't aged a day. You could even argue that she looks better now than she did in her heyday. <laughs> Number 16 is George Washington. <laughs> I'm so sad about what This I'm is 20, doing. right? Not 30. 16. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Really 20. Okay. <laughs> George Washington. <clears throat> Uh, I thought, what famous days do we have in the summer? Obviously, the 4th of July. I googled, who is the most American-American? George Washington. Yeah. Uh, 17, Kid Rock, all summer long. 18, for many, many years, one of the big British TV cultural events of the summer was Big Brother. So I'm going for the voiceover guy, because he was always in work. And in a Geordie as well. Yeah, ah, he was fake Geordie, really. Was, was he? he? I don't know if he was really... Dear 32. It sounded yeah. like he was putting it on, didn't it? That sounded more Sunderlandy. Yeah, mm. or even maybe even Middlesbrough going further. Uh, right. um, it was all going well for him, presumably. It's a time of year he looked forward to. It's the opposite of the Santa point earlier, because I said he's got time off in the summer, but I was struggling by this point. 19, the shark from Jaws. Apparently Jaws uh, started the phenomenon we now know as the summer blockbuster. Oh. Ah. And number 20, a man who appreciates the joy summertime can bring to any location, making even the most exotic destination just that little bit more beautiful. And the Isle of Wight's favorite son, Go on. Derek Sandy, he's in. <laughs> Welcome to the Isle of Wight. <laughs> and uh, after I watched, after after I wrote this all, I then watched his uh, audition for Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, big views. They didn't take him seriously. No, he was a well, he is a farce. Oh, <laughs> come on now. I was expecting share this Mungo paradise. Jerry. Is he in, in the it? summertime? No, oh, wait. Is it one? Oh, is it? I, I thought know. it was just a bloke. I'm so, well, I thought Will Smith as well, summer. So. Oh, yeah. uh, what about Get Lucky by Daft Punk as well? I'm pretty Sound sure that summer. was a summer, a summer anthem. But instead. That's good. There is, there's a lot there, there to is. digest. Could we have a look at the list? Because I uh, can't remember no, any you've just said. Just, no, I don't want to. Well, it's quite important. You've got a lot of pages. It goes over multiple pages, this. Here we go. That's. That's the majority of your writing here, isn't it? That's 75%. <laughs> is this like the end of your appraisal? You spent most of your time on this bollocks. We're, we're missing a few. Oh, no, no, we're not. No, sorry, there's, there's number. Michael Phelps, Brian Adams, Pokemon Bulbasaur, Danny and Sandy from Greece, uh, Moldovan pop group Ozone, uh, Santa, Duke of Wellington, Davy Boy Smith, Summer of Love as a Concept. <laughs> no, Janice Joplin. Janice Joplin, yeah. sorry, yeah. Or Charles Manson or Shaggy. Or Manson. Yeah. Manson would batter him, wouldn't he? Uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald. He was a little tiny bloke. Yeah, he was. He, he didn't do the dirty though. work, to be fair, He'd did get he? The people around. He's like Bray Wyatt. Yeah, oh and my then God. they all take the masks off. <laughs> get, don't join in with it. I'm just Lum, Lum Fowl, George Washington, Kid Lum Rock, uh, the, the voiceover of Big Brother, the shark from Jaws. Or is Jaws? Is he called is Jaws? Jaws called Jaws? I don't know. Jaws is called Jaws. I don't think they Actually, called, it's that bloody it's it's Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, Derek Sandy. Uh, One sticking out to me as an obvious winner here. What? Which is the real life shark. I was thinking, <laughs> literally also thinking the real life, the <laughs> real life shark. Flopping about on the canvas. That's true. That's true. Uh, I don't know enough about the Duke of Wellington. He's well, he beat Napoleon, though, so, yeah, I mean, that's pretty big. I think Bulldog should finish second because he did in the 95 Royal Rumble. He thinks he's won. Oh, that's good. He's up on the corner. Back. And then and Janice Joplin from behind or whoever. Sandy needs to eliminate Sandy, Danny, right. for sure. <laughs> no, no, not for the oh, final. Wait. She needs to oh, eliminate. I thought you meant Derek. There's a Sandy off here. Oh, so oh, God, yeah. Oh. No, sorry. Grease <gasps> Sandy yeah. eliminates Grease Danny. Yeah, that's great yeah. looking. Love that. Um, Why are we still... Brian oh, Adams, will Brian Adams be nine years old at this point? 
Because no one's going to hit a, a, oh, a child on no, my this is TV. No, when Summer of 69 was a big hit, probably. Ah. Uh, because if he was still nine years old, no one's going to hit a kid. Yeah. Secret, you know. No, I don't Hide in the corner him. somewhere. I don't think Charles Manson would hit a little kid. Oh, yeah, that's true. What has happened? Or are you trained recruiting? <laughs> what has happened? You brought this to the table, Jack. We're giving trained. this some thought. Uh, I'm still going for the. I'm still going for Jaws, you know. I know he flopped. I don't think Jaws But trying well. to lift him up, that's going to be a... That's going to be a, a task within itself. Do you know the names of the three members of the Moldovan pop group Ozone? No. Off the top of your head? And, and you know what? Ooh, I, I, I really anticipated that question. I was going <laughs> to write them down and I forgot. I, I genuinely... I'm fuming now. Uh, Bulbasaur's in with a chance, right? Yeah, really yeah he can send it because he he's got stun spore. He he's got vine whip. He's got all the vines around the rope yeah, so he doesn't, well, yeah, can't yeah. get... Yeah, I'm going for Bulbasaur, and, actually. Yeah, because Jaws wouldn't be effective against, against Bulbasaur. Against a water point, yeah. So, technically, no, I'm going I'm to take Jaws because he's a shark, and the rest aren't, I'm as going far for as I can tell. This is on land. True. Oh, anyway, it doesn't matter. But he's got a few minutes in him, and it's to chomp away before mm. he, he perishes. Is it a yes or a no? Is the... To what? Yes or a no to that match taking oh, place? Yes. Yeah. No, 100%, <laughs> obviously. Of course. That was... Don't... Don't, we need to frame that. Shut up, Andrew. Don't do that. Joining in with the big bully over I'm there. Not, I, I <laughs> oh, my bully! I, was, I enjoyed oh. the, I like it when you do these. I look forward to Rumble no, season now. No, if we go back and watch the Rumble footage, you and Ross were like in ecstasy when <laughs> I was reading it. What's the next random Wikipedia entry <laughs> going to be? It's because it was the first time <laughs> we'd seen that. Yeah. I wasn't trying to no-sell it at all. I was just curious. So it's I should have like got louder. It's not like you've no-sold it. It's like you've counted it and hit your finisher. And No, that's <laughs> yeah. not true. I've done nothing. I've done nothing. Oh. literally just read them. <laughs> Do your second one again. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for watching this video. This has been Nine Pitches for SummerSlam Ross 2023. Time, I'm off. Um, loads of content coming out. There'll be uh, predict when are predictions going out? Uh, at uh, when this is published, at Thursday tomorrow. Mm. Right, um, and we'll also be doing live reactions. Yep. Mm -hmm. We'll also be doing what happened that video in the immediate aftermath of SummerSlam. I'm, I'm not sure when Ross is back, so we'll get WTF moment. Yeah, it's coming. I've got chat to. I'm not sure when it's. Fair uh, enough. I don't know, uh, all right. that stuff to look forward to and more. The stream can be found at youtube.com forward slash coldaholic forward slash live. I believe yep. is yeah. the URL. Uh, and leave your leave. You know what? Leave your funny pitches in the comment section down below. Life's a pitch, and then you die. Oh, that's, that's a good. good. Wow. Why have we never? That's really good. See you, see you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
for all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes. Search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 